Hello, everybody. This is Joseph E. Farrell with News and Views on Wednesday, June 26, 2019. I'm doing the News and Views early today, folks, because this weekend I am having a get-together with some members of the website uh, here at my place. We're calling it the Geezer Guys Get-Together, and that's going to be starting tomorrow. So I decided I wanted to do this News and Views early. And I'm doing it on a controversial topic, and I know I'm probably going to get the usual amount of people just bombarding me with hate comments. You know, you left out this, you didn't talk about that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I tend to ignore those types of comments, to be quite frank with you. But I want to talk about something that is um, controversial and near and dear to my heart. And that's climate change via weather modification. Now, notice I didn't say climate change, the usual meme. Um, I have a couple of articles I want to read. Then there's a third link to an organization. I want to talk about this whole subject because, as the articles are going to point out, one is from Zero Hedge, the other is from um, a gentleman by the name of Michael Snyder about the weather patterns going on in the planet. Now, recently I've been commenting on the weather largely in the United States where I live, but I know a lot of you that follow this website live in Australia, a lot of you live in Europe, a lot of you live in Africa, and so on and so forth. So I want to talk about it in uh, a rather different way today, and I hope for those of you uh, in doing so that I hope for those of you who are not familiar with some of these topics that it might spur your curiosity to go out and read. Anyway, the first article I want to link here is an article on Zero Hedge titled, Hell is Coming, Dangerous Heat Wave Strikes Europe. That article just appeared today, and I was so blown away by what it was reporting that I decided to include it with the other article in today's News and Views. And I want to read a few paragraphs from this article and point out some things to you. Those of you who are familiar with certain weather, weather modification technologies will immediately spot what the significance is. And you're going to hear it right away in this first paragraph that I want to quote. Quote, AccuWeather said a storm stalling over the Atlantic Ocean and high pressure over Central and Eastern Europe will push hot desert air from Africa northward across Europe. This setup has triggered dangerous heat wave warnings across Western and Central Europe for the remainder of the week. And note that a business about the storm stalling and the high pressure system, that's crucial to what we're going to be talking about. But anyway, in this article, he links some graphs. I don't know if you can see these graphs on your screen. These graphs are of the expected temperatures on Friday in Madrid, which is expected to hit 40 degrees Celsius in Berlin, 37 degrees Celsius, Paris, 38 degrees Celsius on Thursday, Rome expected to reach 36 degrees Celsius. In other words, around 100 degrees Fahrenheit for those of you in the United States. Continuing, high humidity in some areas in Europe could make it feel like 116 degrees Fahrenheit, experts warned. 
El Inferno, or Hell, is Coming, tweeted meteorologist Sylvia Laplana in Spain. Officials in France have set up cool rooms in government buildings, opened community pools for extended hours, and installed water fountains across the city to prepare for the heat wave this week, reported The Guardian. And I want to uh, point out two more paragraphs in this article. Emmanuel Demael of Meteo France said the heat wave is so unprecedented that, quote, we haven't seen this since 1947, unquote. There's an interesting year. And one final comment here, or paragraph from this Zero Hedge article. In Italy, quote, the most intense heat wave in a decade started on Monday with local governments preparing their hospitals for a surge in heat-related illnesses. Highs from 99 to 104 degrees Fahrenheit are forecast for Rome, Florence, Bologna, Milan, and Turin, with several Italian cities expected to hit new record highs for June. And that's the Zero Hedge article. All right, now, I want to go to the second article that I'll be linking. This is the article by uh, Michael Schneider. This appeared two days ago, and the article is titled, Weather Patterns All Over the Planet Are Going Absolutely Nuts. And that's the key to bring away from this, is the perception by many people, including meteorologists themselves, that the weather is not normal, okay? Now, I'm going to be reading several paragraphs again from this article just to kind of drill at home how strange the weather really is. And I'm going to start right at the beginning of this article. Quote, we have never seen global weather patterns go as crazy as they have so far in 2019. Record high temperatures are being shattered all over the planet. But meanwhile, some parts of the United States were just buried by massive amounts of snow. The sixth largest city in India is literally running out of water due to extremely dry conditions, but in middle America, it just won't stop raining. In fact, the Midwest is getting hammered by more severe storms as I write this article. Meanwhile, Australia is being forced to import enormous amounts of wheat. And stop and think about that one, folks. Australia, which is a major wheat producer, is being forced to import wheat and this is due, quote, to the extraordinary drought that that nation is currently experiencing. And I know that I have a lot of website members that in recent years have been telling me about the absurdly abnormal high temperature summers that they've been suffering in Australia. Anyway, continuing. Everywhere you look around the globe, we see bizarre weather extremes. And notice that the extremes are concentrated in entire regions. You have massive flooding, snowfall in the heartland of the United States. You have drought in India and Australia. Okay, so almost at the antipodes in a certain sense. All right. So in other words, what I'm suggesting is, is these phenomena are related to each other. And we'll get back to that. Everywhere you look around the globe, we see bizarre weather extremes. Worldwide weather patterns are shifting dramatically, and many believe that what we have witnessed so far 
is just the beginning. Do you have an explanation for what is going on? Because the truth is that most of the experts don't. Look at what is happening in Colorado. Some parts of the state got up to 20 inches of snow on Saturday, and as a result, Colorado's snowpack is currently more than 4,000% above normal. And I'm skipping several paragraphs now. More than 4.6 million people live in the city of Chennai, India. And again, I hope I'm not uh, butchering the Hindi pronunciation here. Thanks to a drought that never seems to end, the main reservoirs that normally supply the city with water are rapidly going dry. The floor of the Chembarambakam Reservoir, and again, I apologize if I'm butchering the pronunciation, is cracked open dry and sun-baked. About 25 kilometers away in Chennai, India's sixth largest city, millions of people are running out of water. And I'm skipping, again, several paragraphs. Over in Europe, it looks like this could be the hottest week forever for the month of June. In the next few days, high temperatures are expected to exceed 40 degrees Celsius or 140 degree, or 4 degrees Fahrenheit in Spain, and that prompted one meteorologist to warn that hell is coming. Meteorologists said temperatures would reach or even exceed 40 degrees Celsius from Spain to Switzerland as hot air was sucked up from the Sahara by a combination of a storm stalling, there it is again, over the Atlantic and high pressure over Central Europe. Skipping. High temperatures are expected to skyrocket above 40 degrees Celsius on Wednesday for a huge portion of France, including Paris. The forecast for Carpentras, a, sound of, a town of 28,000, about 50 miles north of Marseille, uh, is even worse. There are temperatures expected to reach 43 degrees Celsius or 109 degrees Fahrenheit on Friday and Saturday. That would easily cap the monthly high temperature for France of 41 and a half degrees Celsius set in June of 2003, according to Reuters. Temperatures are likely to climb above 40 degrees Fahrenheit, or pardon me, Celsius in parts of Spain and approach that in Germany, Switzerland, and Belgium. Overnight temperatures will stay balmy, which poses particularly acute risks to health, uh, to health risks to children and the elderly. Here in the United States, we have been witnessing month after month of extremely unusual weather in the middle of the country. And I can attest to that, folks. Where I live, a, a record, a year record was set in a week and a half for the amount of reported tornadoes that had touched down in the state where I live. In other words, in a week and a half, the record for an entire year previously on the books had been broken within one and a half weeks. That's, that's not normal. The rain has been endless and the flooding has been unprecedented. And those living in the heartland keep thinking that all of this weird weather has got to end eventually at some point, but it hasn't. In fact, more severe weather is rolling through middle America as I write this article. 
More than 50 million people are bracing for severe weather from the plains to the southeast as scattered thunderstorms prompt flash flood alerts, possible tornadoes, and hail. A large weather system is expected to bring damaging wind gusts and hail for parts of the south and into the Appalachians, the Ohio Valley, and the Great Lakes. And that's the second article. So in other words, the pattern is global. It is extreme from region to region, and it's unprecedented and record-breaking. Now, there's a final little article. It's not really an article. It's a website that I linked, and a gentleman uh, brought this website to my attention. This is the link to the North American Weather Modification Council. And I want to read from this website's link. It's linked up there for you. And I want to draw your attention to three things in particular on that home, that website's homepage. The mission statement is right at the top, and it says, quote, The mission of the North American Weather Council, or NAWMC, is to advance the proper use of weather modification technologies through education, promotion, promotion and research. The Council serves as a forum for the exchange of information on weather modification issues to promote the effective use of these technologies to enhance, and notice its technologies, plural. Latch on to that one here for a minute. To enhance precipitation, suppress damaging hail, and mitigate fog. And to advance research and development activities to increase scientific knowledge about weather modification capabilities. Now, as you explore that site, you'll come across the fact that they're offering scholarships in weather modification. And I want to read briefly what it states, quote, the North American Weather Modification Council is accepting applications for up to two scholarships for the 2019 and 20 academic year. Students interested in the field of weather modification and studying science or engineering at an accredited institution are eligible to apply. In addition to the $2,000 cash award, which is not, if you stop and think about it, a very big scholarship award, the successful applicants is or are eligible for travel reimbursement to attend a meeting of the North American Weather Modification Council during the award year. In other words, we really want you to come so we can talk to you, okay? That's the way I'm reading it. Now, later on in the website, on, on the website link, it states this, quote, and it's under the header, a big header, what is weather modification? It says, quote, weather modification, also known as cloud seeding is an environmentally friendly way to generate more, more precipitation from clouds in the form of rain or snow. It works through the induction of tiny particles or seeds that can create additional droplets or ice, thereby accelerating the precipitation process and improving the cloud's efficiency. Cloud seeding is also used to reduce hail damage and eliminate fog. This well-established technology has been in use since the 1940s in dozens of countries around the world, unquote. And that's true. But notice that they only mentioned one technology, whereas previously they had used the plural, technologies. So what do we have with all of this? And I hope you'll pardon me 
because I think, first of all, the scholarship may be an attempt to control the narrative. It's a limited hangout, but they make an important ad admission, and that is that that technology alone, and it's only one of several weather modification technologies, and we're going to get back to that, but that technology alone has been in use since the 1940s. Now, folks, I'm going to suggest something that Eliana uh, Freeland, uh, the authoress of a book called Under, an I Under the Ionized Sky, and if you want a one-volume encyclopedia of the technologies of weather modification and how they completely changed the whole narrative, left or right, and we're going to get back to that, about uh, climate change, then this means that if they've been doing cloud seeding for that long, there is no more such thing as completely natural weather in the sense of weather being acts of God. There is no more such thing. So if you've been sensing that there's something unnatural about the weather patterns wherever you live, Africa, Europe, Australia, Middle America, whatever. If you've been sensing that or thinking that and thinking that you must be crazy, you are not, all right? Now, let me go back to something that both of those articles that I read you, the Zero Hedge article and then the Michael Snyder article, pointed out. And that was that these storm systems that are stalled over the Atlantic and sucking all that hot air from the Sahara up into Europe and the high-pressure zone that's stalled in Eastern Europe. This is precisely one of the things that can be done with ionospheric heaters, those technologies that use massive uh, phased array radio antenna arrays to create ionospheric heating regions which will create higher and lower pressures, and you can, by the use of those phased array antennas, either steer a pressure system or park it. And let me repeat that. You can use those ionospheric heating technologies to steer or park pressure systems. And that means that there's another technology of weather modification besides cloud seeding. Now imagine what you could do using them in conjunction with each other. Now my point in belaboring this is I want to bring it to this political debate and the way that it has been framed or couched in popular culture. Because on the one hand, you have the left, which says climate change is real, but ascribes it to, in my opinion, fundamentally ridiculous causes like cattle flatulence or everyday normal human activity that you and I do washing our clothes, you know, and so on and so forth. That's the meme or the narrative kind of in a nutshell. On the right, however, you have climate change is not real because the alleged causes are ridiculous, okay? So there's this whole area in the center where neither side is talking about the technologies that make this possible. And folks, in my opinion, that's not accidental. They want you to be concerned about, in this country, 
Cor uh, Alexandria Cortez or Rush Limbaugh and the constant argument that those two sides are having with each other. It's either real on the one hand, which it most certainly is. We all see it. It most certainly is real. The weather isn't normal. It isn't natural. So the left is right on that. They just are creating a bunch of weird, stupid computer models that completely ignore this technology. And on the right, they're saying, well, no, those causes are so ridiculous, and they're right. It can't be causing what's happening. So folks, start understanding that Eliana Freeland is right. I know I've been harping on this on the website, but I wanted to talk to those of you who don't read the blogs and listen more to the news commentaries. If you do not understand that the technologies of weather modification in the past few decades have far exceeded mere cloud seeding, that technology remains, but there are much more exotic technologies and they permit you to create and steer storms through the manipulation of the electromagnetic properties of the planet. That's what's going on. And thus that means, yes, climate change is man-made, but it is not being made by you and me. It's being made by the technocrats. That's the problem. All right, let me continue. Um, what this means, neither side is admitting, the left or the right in the public debate, please note this, neither side in the public debate either left or right, is admitting the existence and the use of these exotic technologies. Why? Because ultimately, for all parties concerned, those technologies are a military thing. Weather has been weaponized. And that's the problem here. We might be looking at real honest-to-goodness weather warfare being played out, we might be looking at more sinister agendas of technocrats using this stuff to create these conditions and uh, for kind of a soft depopulation of the planet. And in the meantime, let us not forget that there is on the books now weather derivatives, which are a handy thing to have around when you have technologies that can manipulate the weather. So please, folks, if you're not familiar, if you've been following my news and views uh, for many years, please understand that uh, I'm one of those in the middle on this whole climate change thing. I'm not buying the public narratives that the West left is putting out there that attribute causes to nonsense, and I'm not buying the narrative that the right is putting out there that the phenomenon simply does not exist. We all can see and feel and experience and know better. So there are technologies that are being left out of the discussion. But those technologies mean, and I'm going to repeat Alana Freeland here, there is no more such thing as natural weather. And if you've been sensing that and afraid to talk about it, don't be afraid to talk about it anymore and start raising the issue of these exotic technologies in the discussions being had with both the controlled left and controlled right presentations of the meme. Anyway, that's it. Uh, my rant, <laughs> my rant for the day is over. Uh, remember, there is no vid chat this week. Uh, we do have the geezer guys get together. I hope everybody will be able to have a safe uh, travel. 
uh, were planning to sit around and solve the world's problems for a few days. So anyway, that's it for this week's news and views. I will see everybody on the flip side. I've got some comments about the 4th of July next week, uh, which may or may not occur in a news and views and or a blog. But anyway, that's it for this week. We'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.